Hello and welcome to Allegheny County Libraries. Let's get lit. Well, this is where we talk about exciting titles so you, our patrons, can know what to read next. We will be talking about hot new titles to the library and also still burning titles, which may be older but are ones we have loved. Let's Get Lit is available in video format on the ACLS YouTube as well as in podcast format on Apple, Google, and Spotify, so you can subscribe for updates when we release new episodes. Let's Get Lit will be bi-monthly and we would love your feedback as we do this. Contact information will be in the description as well as at the end of the episode. Any titles mentioned will have links to our catalog in the description as well. Now, let's get lit. I'm Allie. I'm Laura. I'm Shane. And today's episode is going to be all about binge-worthy series, whether that's television, movie, or books. What is a series you had the best time binging? I'll just let you two answer for me. Sopranos. Yes, one of them is The Sopranos. Um, I watch it several times a year. I stopped at the last episode before the last 10 minutes because then James Gandolfini is still alive. And I just start again at season one. And if you haven't watched it, I feel sorry for you. But other bingeable series are the ones that I've recently watched other than Sopranos. Nurse Jackie, which is on was on Showtime. And Edie Falco is in that, and that's amazing. Have you ever seen Nurse Jackie? I have. Um, I wanted to ask you if you've ever seen the pilot for the Fargo TV series back in 2008 when Edie Falco played Marge Gunderson. No. Yeah, you should look at that. Look that up. Yeah. <laughs> because I love Fargo. Yeah. You're talking about the television show, right? But it was it was uh, pitched with the pilot and really? it didn't, it didn't make the series, and she was Marge Gunderson. It was based, you know, based on Where the original Where can I show. find this? It's on YouTube. YouTube? Okay, oh my gosh. No, but Fargo's another one. Yes. FX does Fargo, not the movie that the, the show. Based on the... Yeah. yeah. And then Stranger Things. I binge watch Stranger Things on Netflix. Are you going to answer for me? No, I'm going to let well, you this answer. Is a, this is a one-way thing. This could be, but this could be obscure. Who knows? Okay. If whatever I answer is not going to be correct. Who knows? Okay. Do you want me to answer for you? No, just go oh. <laughs> It's like, um, I got no clue. <laughs> and you're really dragging out the suspense. I'm for book series, which it tends to be. I tend to be a binge reader of the series. I wait until they're all out, and then I just do them in one go. Um, since it's February, I thought I'd pick a kind of romance-centered one, which is the Get a Life of Chloe Brown. It's the Brown sisters. There are three sisters, and each book follows a different one. Um, the first one is Chloe Brown, and she deals with a kind of fatigue type illness and about her kind of bantering with her handyman and about how they fall in love. Her sister? What? <laughs> Nothing! I was just thinking of how I hope we have that book here today. They are so. fantastic! They won awards and stuff. Oh my god. They're not like super they're not like erotic or anything. It's very much just about. They actually focus on a lot of social issues. Bantering with your. It's fantastic! Oh, man. <laughs> He's a big biker dude. Who doesn't want that? I don't know if I can come back from this. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He started it. He started it. Anyway, <laughs> <clears throat> her fantasy series, anything by Sarah.
Sarah J. Moss is fantastic. I yes, I agree. They're and they're really easy to read. They're really addicting. They're not like super complex in world building. They're not overly political, so they're really easy to consume. So they are huge, though. They are huge, but they fly. You can fly through them. I read. I think the second one in the Court of Thorns and Roses series is like upwards of like 800 pages, and I read it in one day. So. And in the world right now, sometimes you need that. Yeah. Something you can just... Well, it's really good for if you're getting, if you've never really read fantasy before, because it's not overly complex. So. I'm sorry for laughing at you. Whatever. It's fine. Someone will appreciate my recommendations. <coughs> so, <laughs> <You're> uh, <laughs> the, the series that I had the best time binging, I'll just open this by saying you never forget your first binge. And What are we talking about here? And for me, it was going through the Stephen King Dark Tower book series. Um, Shane! And then, if we're talking about series, like TV series, yeah. the Lost season DVDs. Um, I have never watched a single episode of Lost, should I? Yes. I remember the hype. Yes, that. I do remember the hype. I just said the hype, and then I got the Netflix by disc. Okay. Uh, mail. mail. Yes, I remember, disc. yes. Specific disc, a number of discs per plan. That's interesting. Uh, time. But, um, so yeah, I had to wait between each disc, yeah. and uh, that was an incredible experience because it was like watching it, kind of like watching it on TV, because I watched it after it already, like several seasons already aired, and I had to wait for the freaking mail to show up so I could continue but I'm just picturing him like standing by the mailbox like waiting for the... um, I do tend to binge things when I really like them also um, but I I do appreciate still the um, the wait between releases because I like to have time for uh, reflection each, each entry to re to marinate a little bit you yeah know? and uh, I've been binging the Witcher books again these books are uh, I guess you could say dark fantasy. If you like the Netflix series, you'll definitely love the books. There's a lot more in them. Dark Tower series, where oh, Shane, that makes me so happy. I, that was like my entry point into adult books, kind of like when I was like 16, 17, I got into that kind of thing, and, and it reminded me of westerns I'd seen as a kid, and I was like, I didn't know the archetypes yet. Yeah, and I was like really intrigued because it had magic and stuff in it, and I was just hooked. Are you still hooked on them? Because they are, aren't, wasn't the, well, I guess it's been a while since there's been a new one, yeah. right? Did he conclude it? I think Because that's one thing I've never read from him is that series. It's uh, been continued in graphic novel form and other stuff, and he's released subsequent, um, like, books that are gotcha. in and stuff like that, but yeah. A drama or more serious series to binge? The Crown on Netflix. I love that show. I do binge it. It's one of those where I wish I would slow down. I have binged it and then waited a couple weeks and gone back and revisited it. It is also one of the only series that when the new season is about to drop, I go back and read because there's only four seasons right now. So that wasn't so difficult, but I love the crown. I love everything about it. Mm -hmm. I also loved Downton Abbey. I got so hooked. I made fun of everybody for years over that, and I watched a couple, and I couldn't stop. I think they were on Prime at the time. I don't know where they're at now. Did you apologize to all the people you made fun of? No. If I apologize to all the people I made fun of, Shane, that's all I would do. You can start right now. 
No, I, I don't, I'm not going to apologize for that because <laughs> she makes fun of me too, but she just doesn't do it on camera. She makes fun of pretty much everything I do, but she just doesn't do it on camera. So, but yeah, I don't have time to apologize. Everybody made fun of. Good Lord, I, that's all. I, I wouldn't have time for anything else. I wouldn't have time to binge anything else. Yeah. But oddly, Downton Abbey, I loved it. It was great. You just like get into it. It's. I didn't love the movie. I don't know. It wasn't terrible, and there's another one coming out, but I just, I don't know. Sometimes when I think things are concluded, they need to stay concluded. I'm sorry, what was that, Shane? <laughs> you can't, you can't redo perfection, Shane, and Sopranos is perfection mm -hmm. in every sense of the word. Please, people, get on board. I think we should just rename the podcast. <laughs> Talking to Brandis yeah. is a great podcast to listen. It's uh, Chrissy and Bobby and characters that, are do, that do it. But anyway. Drama series. Uh, recently, I binge, I guess you could call it survival horror series, uh, Yellow Jackets. I've heard good things. It's, that's uh, on, what's that on? Apple? It's on uh, Showtime. Showtime. Um, that's where Nurse Jackie You can get it through Amazon Prime. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. Okay. But uh, it's about um, a group of high school girls that are uh, excuse me the state championship soccer tournament. Mm -hmm. um, what time frame is this? This is the eighties, okay. late eighties, and they um, they're playing crashes on on route to a, a match. Okay. And they have to survive in the Canadian wilderness um, with their wits and the um, series flashbacks to that time period and then it goes to the present where there's a surviving members of the team and it's um, about the things they had to do to survive in the wilderness. Um, Is this a little Lord of the Flies? -ish? It's very much Lord of the Flies. Okay. There's a lot, there's some supernatural stuff in it but it's very subtle. It's more about like how horrible high school life is and then if you take that experience and put it in the middle of the woods. Mm. Um, where there's uh, jacking for power and love triangles and um, all the sort of interpersonal drama that can be really corrosive in high school is even more so when you're trying just to survive. One of my favorite series, which is on Netflix, but we do have in the system, is The Last Kingdom, which is Viking-esque. It is as you can guess, dark and gory at times, but we follow Uhtred, son of Uhtred, which is my favorite name of all time. And basically how he, he is like, he gets raised by the Danes, and but then he ends up coming into service with the, um, why can't I think of who they are? Because it's Friday morning. Yes, and, and it's been a long week. It's been a very long week. Um, Anyway, he has to work basically for the other side, but it is fantastic. Once you get through the first episode, because the first episode is a little bit, um, it's a little info dumpy, but once you get through the first episode, it is so good, and you um, don't fall in love with any character. Just don't do it. Not my historical time period, Shane Drake. Okay. Well, yeah, Vikings is good, and I've never seen Last Kingdom, but uh, we have a DVD. Yes, we do. Yeah, we do. I recommended them to a few patrons, and they've come I mean, back seeming to enjoy them. So I won't have to watch it because Allie would come in and recap every plot <laughs> point for me. So I feel as How if how can you not when his name is Utrid, son of Utrid? 
Deadwood has three seasons and then oh, a really good movie. I've never seen that, but oh, I have heard good things. So good. Okay. It, I've it, heard it's very, very violent. It's violent. It's very visceral is the way I would describe it. The, okay, but that's a good, I like that. The language, <laughs> the, the living conditions, the character work, the uh, texture of it is very, very, very visceral. Okay, that's, I can get on board with it. It has some of the best dialogue you'll ever hear. It has some of those inventive uh, profanity. Are there any series you've loved so much that you've rewatched or reread? And I think, yes. Um, shockingly, yeah. The Sopranos. I just concluded it for like the twelfth time. I kicked off another read of Why the Last Man series by Brian K. Vaughn because the TV series came out. First season was canceled prematurely um, before the first season even concluded, and I was interested because I read it so long ago how it compared. And I definitely prefer this, the book series. The uh, writing is still top tier, and it still has a lot to say about society and what would happen in a, in a pandemic. I reread books all the time, especially series really? that I love. Do you reread books? Yes. See, I it's it's very rare for me to reread. The books I've already mentioned are ones that I still will reread, but I think well, I I have a whole I have a whole system of reading series. Is anyone shocked? But is there a spreadsheet? No, but there is are a lot of tabs and highlighting and notes being taken. So basically a spreadsheet. No, very different. Okay. So a lot of times I'll go through and read the series for the first time and it's a lot of my initial reactions and then I'll go back through on a second reading and pick out things within the plot that come up later and different devices that the author uses so then I can just get more into the actual storytelling of the book. So a lot of times I'll reread series that I really love, or if the author decides not to publish a book for like three years, I have to go back and reread because my memory is poop, so. Yeah, that's Game of Thrones, I mean, if we ever. So I, I do love, I think there's a comfort in knowing that you're going to love a book, so whenever you reread it, you're guaranteeing yourself a good read yeah in that moment um doesn't work so well with mystery thrillers because a lot of that yes is, it loses it well like the plot twist is yeah you know you are the best now. part so yeah. but definitely with like fantasy series and stuff um those are Th things that embody a world like allow yeah. you to embody like a character well, I world guess... like a, a different experience than you know reality i think i reread agatha christie i do even though i know who the Murder yeah. is. I just, but the, I've already stated that's like a cozy read for me. I like the well, formula. Yeah, well, reread tends it, to be a comfort. It makes you read me it for comfort. And I just actually, I reread uh, Shelby Foote's Civil War narrative in three volumes a couple times because they're so long and comprehensive that, like, by the time you get to the third one, it's been like years. It is very much a comfort. Sometimes you just want that guaranteed good read or return to a world that mm -hmm. you're comfortable with, like. I would say Harry Potter is probably my most reread. Yes, I would agree. I will say, if you've never reread a book, go back and read a favorite that you haven't read for years, because you will be surprised at the reading experience that you can still have. It's not the same, but it's different in a good way. And it's, it really is, you're right, Ali, it really is like the ultimate relaxation situation, because if you drift for a little bit, you're not like, wait, what happened? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Plus you, 
you go back and you see things that you didn't see the first time. Or you forgot. Like for yeah. me, it's like my memory sucks so bad that I'll go back and read stuff. I'm like, was this in here the first time? Yeah. I don't remember. Well, that's I'll have things highlighted, yeah. and I'm like, I don't even remember that. And it's just new release, new releases that are on your radar. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't have authors. I just have names. That's but fine. stuff I currently have holds on are Road of Bones. Sundial, The Maid, The Resting Place, Notes on an Execution, and the um, Book of Cold Cases. Those are all in the system. They're all by fabulous authors. Um, Devil House. Oh, yeah, that's on um, my list, too. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, I'm ahead of you in line. I'm, no, I'm one in your two. Okay. Just so you know on the whole that's list. That's fine. You're going to take it, aren't you? Because Fidget will probably go to Frostburg first. I would never take do that. It. Yes, you would. Um, yes, you would. This, this is a Just book. to me. Not else. Uh, this is a book that's, that is newly released. It's already out, but we have it in the system. It's called The Most Fun Thing, Dispatches from a Skateboard Life by Kyle B.G. Um, I said previously uh, on an episode that I want to read more nonfiction this year, and I think this is probably going to be the first one I get into. It's about skateboarding culture. I used to be really into skating in high school, and um, this, this is a memoir from someone who's covered the culture for a long time and is now reflecting on it as an adult. So it's, it's hope it's not just nostalgia because that could be really bad for me. The Nice House on the Lake, which, uh, volume one by James Tinian. This is a series that I'm, I was reading the tri the uh, individual issues of, um, but I they were coming out so irregularly that I was losing the plot and losing track of the characters and their names. So the trade's coming back out next month and it's um, about childhood friends being summoned to a lake house by a mutual friend realizing and then realizing that their host has trapped them inside while initiating a mankind destroying plague outside. Oh. Notes on an execution, which is from the eyes of a serial killer on death row. I think it's deconstructing how they got there. I can't wait. I think I'm number one on the list for that one too. Um, horror Hotel, which is a YA horror of ghost hunters who go to, I believe, a hotel in LA. Do we have that? It doesn't come out. Well, I think it just came out like two days ago. Remind me of that. But it is, it says that it I'm is um, for fans of the Blair Witch Project, which is interesting. I am a fan of the first Absolutely. one. <laughs> this might hurt, which is, I think that are stuck in a cult and they're, I think one is trying to get out and one is very much still stuck in the grips of it. And I think um, Dark Stars, which is a collection of horror short stories. And I love short story collections. For anyone who wants a really short, bingeable series, even though there's seven books in the series, they are more novellas. Um, Shauna McGuire's The Wayward Children series. The seventh one just came out where the drowned girls go. So these are really quick reads. They're really fun. They have fantasy elements, but they're not necessarily fantasy heavy um, and the characters are quirky and lovable. Thank you so much for watching and we will see you in the next one. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us for Let's Get Lit. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on future episodes. If you have any questions, suggestions, or want recommendations, please contact us either in the comments section by giving us a call or by emailing us at letsgetlit at allegheny